Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Liberated Woman podcast. I'm your host, Shanee. I'm a rebirthing breathwork facilitator, ancestral healer, and spiritual guide, and it's my life's mission to support women just like you on your path to spiritual awakening and feel safe in doing so. This podcast is for you to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your consciousness, and reclaim the truth of who you really are. If you know that you are ready for more and want to stop playing small and take radical responsibility for your healing, expansion, and liberation so that you can live your life in your highest pleasure, you've come to the right space. Each episode, you will receive a deepening of your feminine wisdom so that you can be reminded of the magic and power that already lives in you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of The Liberated Woman. I'm so excited that you are joining me once again for a whole episode full of feminine wisdom and takeaways and aha moments that land in your heart, in your womb and in your soul. If you are joining me as a regular listener, I really, really just just want to give you a massive appreciation for being in my world, for being in my community for connecting with me and for listening to this podcast. It really means the world to me to see people listening, tuning in, commenting, sharing it on Instagram, on Facebook. I really do appreciate that because, you know, we're here to liberate the feminine, to liberate women. And one of the ways to do that is to really be in this beautiful sacred sisterhood and Sacred Sisterhood is about celebrating each other as well as being there for each other during difficult times. So every share, comment, like, review, tag that you do for me on social media really makes the world of difference to me, to my journey and to the number of women that get to listen to this podcast. So please do go ahead and screenshot it and share it on your stories or your Facebook Um, or share it with friends and tag me. It means the world to me. Thank you so much, everybody. Today, I want to dive into the topic of soul desire and what it means to really live from a place of soul desire and creating from the seat of your soul, from the desire that lives very deep in your womb space as a woman and in your soul, in your entire being. Because We all have dreams and visions and ideas for how we wish our life to look like, how we would like to feel in our lives, achievements that we'd like to achieve, successes that we'd like to to have, and experiences that we'd like to have. And those desires can come from a whole variety of different places. And I think as women, living in a patriarchal world, we have been deeply conditioned to suppress our desires and to put them in a little box and lock them up with a key because our desires are shameful or they're too much or nobody's going to want to be a part of that anyway. And women in particular have had those desires oppressed and silenced for many, many years. And I'm not just talking about sensual or sexual or pleasurable desires here. I'm talking about the desire to be liberated, the desire to live a life of more freedom, the desire to express your voice, the desire to share more of yourself, the desire to be seen, the desire to live your life 
with a purpose that feels good for you, that lights up your soul, that sets your whole body on fire, gives you that like fizzy feeling inside and gives you that sense of a yes, a heaven, yes, I'm living life in alignment on my terms, despite the chaos that's out there, despite the narrative and despite the conditioning that's been placed on me as a woman to not have my desires fully met or witnessed or respected or honored. And so when your desire drops into your body, you'll know because it's this niggling feeling inside of you that's bigger than you. Like it's so much bigger than you, this desire. It's like, you know, something that comes from from above that then drops into your soul. And it's not coming from your mind. It's not coming from the ego or the patriarchal conditioning of like, I need to achieve X in order to fulfill my parents' expectations. Or I need to prove to my partner that I can be sensual and sexual so that he continues to be committed to me. It's not coming from that place. This soul desire is like something that will niggle and niggle at you, like that annoying little stone at the bottom of your shoe that won't go away until you finally listen to your soul's calling, to your soul's desire, and you start to follow the trail that it takes you on that leads you to your purpose, that leads you to something even better than you could possibly ever have imagined for yourself. And I've spent my life learning to tune into my soul's desires. I've always been a very passionate person. I've always had been a multi-passionate person, in fact, I've always loved to create multiple things. I'm very creative. I'm very quick to come up with ideas. But there's been times in my life where I've let fear stop me from living out the desires that I had. Or I've gaslighted myself and said, no, that's that's not possible for you. No, no one's going to want to hear that. No one's going to want to hear your voice. No one loves you. No one cares about you. All of those horrible little voices that your inner critic comes in and says to you, I've personally allowed that to stop me from living my desires in the past. And I've ignored my intuition and ignored my discernment. Where did this lead me? Where did this take me to? Well, let me tell you, when I was in my early 20s, 19 to my early 20s, if you've listened to my first episode and my story of how what happened during my spiritual awakening, my feminine awakening, you'll know that unfortunately during my late teens and early twenties, I was in a very, very abusive relationship. And during that time, the more that he emotionally abused me and physically abused me, the more shut down I became and the more I suppressed my own voice and my own needs and my own desires in order to try and stay as small as possible so that he wouldn't see me, so that I wouldn't be the attention in the room that he would put all his focus on to continue the abuse. And as a result, I lost a huge part of my soul. Like a part of my soul literally got up and left the room, disassociated, numbed out. And I went into freeze response. I lived in that freeze response 
for a really long time. My body was frozen. My creativity was frozen. My voice was frozen. I was selectively mute. I literally could not open my mouth and speak because I was so shut down and repressed from that relationship that I was scared to voice because when I was in that relationship, if I opened my voice and I said anything back to him, I didn't know what the repercussions were going to be. I thought he might kill me in, in all honesty. There were several times when my life was on the line. So I learned to shut, shut up and I learned to shut down. And with that, my soul shut down and I lost that part of my soul. And I have spent the past 15 years reclaiming my soul, calling back the parts of my soul that were lost and reclaiming my sovereignty and my power. That's why I call my breathwork journeys, reclaim your sovereignty. That's why I call my one-to-one journey with women, the liberated woman, because I have been on this journey to my liberation, to reclaim my sovereignty for so long. And this is part of the remembrance of the feminine to call back on those parts of your soul that have been fragmented in this lifetime and in other lifetimes, in past lifetimes, where we have been repressed and suppressed, dismissed and silenced. And I know that you as an awakening woman have desires that live deep in your soul. I know that to be true. I know it in my soul, that you have those desires that live within you, that are waiting to be birthed. They're fizzing inside of you, like that annoying little niggle in your shoe that doesn't go away until you do something about it. It just gets more irritating, more louder, more annoying until you can't ignore it any longer. And when I was in that abusive relationship, I was so shut down, I ignored my soul's desires to the point where I made what I considered some terrible mistakes around the situation. I moved in with him knowing he was like that. I continued to put up with it, knowing what he was like and what I was potentially facing, which was honestly a life or death situation. And I blamed myself for that for a really long time. I blamed my decisions. I didn't trust myself. I couldn't trust myself. It was my fault. I blamed myself. He made me feel like it was all my fault. That was part of the abuse. That was part of the emotional gaslighting. So I've had to work really hard to stop gaslighting myself, to know that I am worthy of my desires, to know that I am worthy of expressing my voice, to know that I am worthy of birthing things into the world that need to be out there because I know they help other people because I've seen that it help other people. And when I didn't listen to those desires, I I lost myself entirely. I literally became a shell of myself. I became sick. I lost my creativity. I lost my self-trust. I lost my self-worth. And it took me a lot of courage to pick myself up and to work through all of the pain, all of the trauma, all of the suppressed cellular level memory emotion that I had after that relationship. And in the same year, as I walked out of that flat of our relationship, I also had a really bad car accident where I was cut out of the car. So I was going through a lot. And I had to call upon a lot of courage to truly listen to my desires and to learn how to tune in to the whispers of my soul that 
actually were getting louder and louder and louder, letting me know that I was here for a purpose. And it was about 10 years after the accident, after the me leaving the abusive relationship, taking him through a whole court case where I had to get a restraining order and I, I had to change all of my emails and my Facebook and my Instagram. <coughs> and my throat is starting to tickle talking about it, right? Because this is what cellular memory does. It lives in your soma and it comes back up to be witnessed and move through. That's why I'm starting to cough as I talk about this because it still lives there. But I have the courage now to speak about this. I didn't have the courage to talk about this for years. I still thought it was my fault. He gaslighted me to the point where I believed it was all my fault. That's what abusers do. So I have the courage to tell you now that you have this desire in your soul and it wants to be witnessed. It's niggling at you. And it's only when you start to tune in and truly listen to the whispers of your soul that you can start to bring that to life, that you can start to fizzle with the excitement, with the possibilities, with the infinite possibility that you have as a spiritual being in a human body, in a vessel on this earth that is here to bring forth the desire that lives in the seat of your soul. And it takes courage. Sis, it takes courage to listen because when those desires come in, you'll know it in your body. You'll get like a full body, like, oh my goodness, this feels like bigger than me. It feels like it's coursing through me. It feels like it's been placed in me. It's not coming from my mind. It's not becoming because I need to be validated or seen or fulfill some kind of expectation or prove myself to the patriarchy, to my parents, to my teachers, to ex-boyfriends, to my partner, whoever it is. I am doing this because it feels like a full body resonance and you'll know it in your body. And if you ignore it, it gets louder and louder and louder. And this has happened to me several times in my life. It happened to me when I made the decision to leave Israel. It happened to me when I made the decision to leave Singapore, where I was living before. But the biggest time it happened to me was towards the end of my time in Israel when I was in the very midst of a very, very dark night of the soul, huge spiritual awakening. My soul was calling me to go to India and my soul was calling me to train in breath work. It was a literal, like it was so loud in my body that everything aligned up, like all the stars aligned to make it happen that I could get to India to do breath work training. All of the breadcrumbs lined up. How was I going to leave my job? I was scared to go in and tell my school principal that I wanted to leave in the middle of the school year. The next day I went into school and in the middle of a meeting, he literally said, these were the words that came out of his mouth. Contracts don't mean anything in this school. If a teacher wants to leave in the middle of the school year, they can. And I remember running to my office and crying my eyes out, like literally bawling my eyes out. I was like, thank you, God. Thank you, the universe. You have literally given me the permission that I needed. And I didn't even need to ask. I just needed to put it out there. A voice, a very clear voice that kept channeling through me, kept telling me I had to go to India in March, March 2020. We know what happened then. I'd, le I'd lived almost four years in Israel. I had a partner, I had an apartment, I had a car, I had a job, I had a community, I had sisterhood, I was running events. I left it all. 
I literally, the soul calling to me was so much bigger than everything that I'd built up there that I cut it all. And the next day I got contacted by a guy on LinkedIn asking me if I wanted a teaching job in India. I didn't want to teach, but India was there. I'd already got the download. I need to go to India because I was listening to my soul's desire. It dropped in. I looked up breathwork training, India, March 2020. And there it was, rebirthing breathwork training, Rishikesh, India, 6th of March. It was like, when I tuned into it, there was no way I wasn't going to go because the stars lined up for me. The same thing has just happened to me recently. I've been listening and tuning into my soul's desire all year. And from the very beginning of this year, 2023, my soul has gone, you need to get to the desert. You've got to go to the desert. For those of you that don't know, I actually grew up in the desert. As a baby, I lived in the Arava Desert in the south of Israel. It's a beautiful, beautiful desert. And it's on, it's further down than the Dead Sea. It's near the border with Egypt and with Jordan. And I grew up there and I have cellular memory of growing up there as a child, but also my ancestry, my grandma's, my grandmother's side is from Egypt and Algeria. So I have ancestral links to ancient Egypt. I am a Magdalene. I'm deeply connected to the Sisterhoods of the Rose, to the Magdalene lineage, to Egypt, to the desert. I know that my ancestors, as a Jew, my ancestors wandered the desert for years. So my whole soul is like yearning and longing for a sense of remembrance of being in the desert. So I started to look for places that I could go. I didn't just want to go on holiday. I wanted to do something there. I wanted a bigger purpose of being there. And I reached out to, I found this amazing um, Bedouin retreat center in Jordan, in Wadi Rum, in the desert. And I reached out to the woman and said, look, I'd love to come and volunteer. Um, I just really have a desire to get to the desert. I love the look of your retreat center. I'd be super happy to volunteer and offer some breathwork sessions. And she got back to me saying, like, me, and I, and I said, I, I would love to come in October. That's the timeline I had. And this was kind of around maybe July time, August time, I reached out to her. And she got back to me saying, no, I'm really busy. I don't know if October's going to work, um, but thank you so much for your inquiry. And I was a, pretty disappointed about it because I thought, I've got this desire. I know I need to get to the desert. Maybe Jordan and that retreat center is not where I'm meant to go. Maybe there's another desert that I'm meant to go to. And then about two months later, out of the blue, she contacted me and said, I've been thinking about you and I think you need to come out in October. Are you free on these days? And I was like, oh my goodness, they're the exact dates that I had written in my calendar to get to the desert. And she was like, I don't want you to volunteer. I want you to lead a retreat at my center. I know you in my soul, like my soul sees your soul and I know you to be a really good healer. And I know that you need to come here and hold this retreat. And I trust you. I've never met this woman. Like, this was over text. <laughs> and then we had a phone call, an hour's phone call, actually only last week. And she's like, yeah, I want you to come here. I really trust you. I trust your energy. And I trust the, the type of healing that you can hold in this space. And I want you to come to the desert. So I'm like, my soul knew. My soul knew I needed to get to the desert. In my limited mind I thought okay I just need to go to like Morocco to the Sahara for a holiday or I need to go back to Israel or I, I need to go to Egypt and have an exploration and my soul's desire was bigger than I imagined 
because here is a woman offering me an opportunity to go and lead a retreat at her center in Jordan. I've never met her. It's in Wadi Rum in the desert. And she was like, I put a prayer out to find people who love being in the desert, who are passionate about being in the desert, who are grounded, who've got healing experience, who want to come and lead these retreats when I can't be there. And I was literally like, that's what my soul is calling for. Like, I love the desert. I want to be in the desert. In case you hadn't noticed all my branding on Instagram and my website, like they're all desert colors. I woke up earlier this year with my soul yearning to go to the desert and changed my entire branding to desertscapes. Even if you're watching this on YouTube, behind me in the room where I record this podcast, you will see a desert landscape as a picture on my wall just behind me. The desert lives with me wherever I go because it's in my DNA, it's in my ancestry, it's in my cellular memory, and it's in my soul. And when that lives in you at a cellular level, you cannot deny your soul's desires. You simply cannot desire, deny it. So I invite you to tune into your body and ask, what does my soul truly desire? If I could remove all fear, if I could remove society's expectations, if I could remove the fact that I'm a woman living in a patriarchal society, what does my soul not my ego, not my mind, not my mom, not my dad, not my partner, not my friends, not my teachers, not my colleagues, nobody. What does my soul, I and I, me and God, me and goddess, what does it want from me? How do I get to be the vessel to channel through truth? The truth of me as an awakening, liberating woman my soul desire. And listen, listen for the whispers, listen to the messages, listen to the sensations in your body. And let them make themselves known. Even if you're just not quite there to make it happen, even if you're a little bit scared, even if you have resistance to it, even if you think, no, that can never happen for me. No way. Your soul is like this vast primordial cosmos of infinite possibilities. And it lies within you and it's yours. And it's the expansive wildness that lives within your womb, your heart and your cellular system. So listen to it. Let it be known. Let it make itself known to you. Don't ignore it, because when you ignore your soul's desires, you end up in situations that don't feel good. You shut your body down. You end up in jobs that don't serve you. You end up in relationships that drain you. You outsource your power to everybody else around you. But when you tune into your soul's desires and it's deeply rooted, you can make anything happen. I've left relationships that didn't serve me. I founded my business. I moved countries three times. I've traveled to about 50 countries around the world. I opened up my psychic gifts and I used them to help heal myself and other people. And I know the possibilities are endless because I trust in the magic of the fire that lives deep in my soul and calls for me to listen to whatever it desires in every moment. 
And if these words are hitting you and it's resonating with you and you're like, oh my goodness, Shani, yes, I feel a resonance in my soul. I feel like I've got things in my soul that need to be birthed, that need to come alive. Then I've got the perfect thing coming up for you. It's a three-week journey, soul on fire. This is not your average manifestation course because this is going to go so much deeper. I'm not here to, to do shallow manifestation. That's not where your soul's desire comes from. Because I know what it feels like to have these deep-rooted desires, but be too scared to listen to it and do the healing work to remove the blocks and the resistance and mistrust that allows you to open up to the limitless, and I mean limitless, possibilities of what your soul is truly calling for you to do. And I know your soul is calling you to make deep changes and transformation, even when it feels freaking scary, because you're on this path to liberation. So this three-week journey, Soul on Fire, is going to take you on a deep journey. It's not your average manifestation course, as I said. It's not like a quick fix distraction. Honestly, you will always manifest what you need, not what you want. And that does not always look pretty. So in this three-week journey, I want us to tune into your soul's desires and create the energy around them to call in for your wild liberation. It's going to be a three-week container with a live opening ceremony, a closing ceremony, a live breathwork journey, and then daily drop-ins on, on Telegram, in a Telegram group, where you get to do tasks and challenges and activities and inner child work and shadow work to help you to understand what some of those blocks and resistances are to you connecting with that soul desire and calling it up to the surface to it be, for it to be witnessed. Because when you tune into it, you can literally create whatever you want. And it is so exciting as part of your liberation to have your desires met and to see those desires and to witness them and honor them in yourself and then to actually birth them into your reality like with the stories I just shared with you. So sis, if this is lighting you up, get yourself in. I'm putting the link to the challenge in the journey in the show notes. It's only £111 for three weeks. It's daily, daily tasks and three live ceremonies. It's a steal. It's a total bargain. And that price is going to remain until October the 1st, and then it's going to go up. So if you want to get in on such a steal, £111 for three weeks worth of healing work and activities and drop-ins and connection in a Telegram group with other sisters, other soul sisters, get your butt in there, get your tush in there. I'm so excited for this because I live my life from the seat of my soul. I live my life from my soul's desires and I cannot ignore them. And I know you can't too. And I'm here to help you liberate the parts of yourself that feel like they are blocked in resistance and stuck in fear to be able to tune into those desires. I can't wait to welcome you in. I'm so excited for this three-week journey. We start on October the 9th. So get yourself in there. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to another episode of The Liberated Woman. I can't wait for you to tune in again. And if you haven't already got your tickets to Awaken Your Inner Goddess, I would absolutely love to see you there too. Awaken Your Inner Goddess is an event that I channeled from my soul. I literally channeled this event through ceremony. I was in a ceremony when the whole thing dropped in. I came out the ceremony and said to my partner, I have to create this. 
now. And I put the whole sales page together, the whole event. I contacted all the women that were going to be in the goddess market. I contacted the yoga studio. It was booked and done within like a week. And it was a sold out event. That is when you know your soul is on fire. Because it wasn't, it didn't come from my ego. It didn't come from my mind. It came from my womb because I knew other women needed this. And they do. And they always share with me how much they love it and how transformative it is. So listen to those soul's desires. If you're someone that's like, yeah, I want to create that. I want to create events. I want to be seen. I want to know my purpose. I know I need to leave my job or change things in my relationship. Get yourself into soul on fire. That's exactly what this three-week journey is all about. And get your bum into Awakening Inner Goddess so we can Shakti shake on the dance floor, sis, and we can connect together and make huge transformations. It's on the 30th of September for Awaken Your Inner Goddess. The tickets are in the show notes. We start Soul on Fire on the 9th of October. The link is also in the show notes. Can't wait to welcome you in. Until then, have a lovely, magical day. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Liberated Woman podcast. I hope this episode has landed in your heart and activated and awakened you in some way. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe and leave a review. This really helps more awakening women on their spiritual path to reach out and gives them a safe space to drop in and feel connected and empowered. I'd love to connect with you over on my IG at underscore Shanibella and in my Facebook group, The Divine School of Feminine Awakening. Until then, have a magical day.